Hi, I'm Samantha, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Thursday. So as I mentioned in a previous episode, I've worked with children for a long time. And though I care deeply about all of my clients, I've had especially meaningful connections with some children in particular. The children who have left the most lasting impressions on me are the ones who made me reflect on my own childhood experiences and the intense feelings that I had as a child. But there was one in particular that I'll never forget and I'll just refer to her as Annie. So Annie was 11, and her parents told me that she had been regressing. She wanted to sleep in their bed, be carried like a baby, and even cuddled after baths. And when I met with Annie and asked her about how she'd been feeling, she started to cry. She said that she was afraid to grow up and that she missed being a small child. And I was so struck by her insight And I immediately had this memory come to mind of a time when I was her age, and I struggled with the exact same existential terror. I remember crying too and telling my mom that I didn't think I'd ever be able to handle being an adult. I actually read an article recently about gifted children who are often able to consider really sophisticated thoughts, like growing older and existential crises, long before they can process them emotionally. I'm not positive that this is what she was doing, but it makes a lot of sense. So often in life, when we consider the demands of the future, whether it's tomorrow or 20 years from now, our mind often imagines the stressors all at once and assumes we have to address them at the same time right now. In these moments, it's helpful to remind ourselves that we can only ever pay attention to one thing at a time and to trust that our inner resources will be there when we need them. It's also important to remember that there are people willing to help everywhere. So back to Annie, I taught her how to practice self-compassion. We talked about making space for feelings and not pushing them away, and then reminding ourselves that we're never alone in our feelings, that many other people around the world, or even just around the block, may be having the same difficult feelings too. I then invited her to put a hand on her heart and say some kind things to herself. When I opened my eyes to check on her, she had big tears streaming down her cheeks. And when we ended the practice, she smiled through her tears and thanked me. So I remember a college professor I had in graduate school. She was a very spiritual woman and I felt very seen by her. And I'd been struggling a lot in grad school and despite my best efforts to cover it up, she noticed. One day she asked me to meet her in her office and she presented me with a string of turquoise beads. I thanked her and asked her what they were for. She said she wanted me to remember that life is a series of events and steps that we have to take one at a time. I was so touched by her gift and her insight into my struggle. And I carried the beads with me whenever I needed to be reminded of this helpful thought. And it made me think about how we're only ever really ready for one step at a time, for the moment that we're in. When our minds cast nets into the future, trying to predict or prepare for something that we don't know yet, It's so helpful to pause, take a breath, and immerse ourselves in what's around us right now, trusting that we'll be ready for the future's tasks when they arrive. So give it a try. That's all for me today. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. If you'd like to learn more about living more mindfully, download the Headspace app for free.